Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, February 24th at Oaklawn Park. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. It's a big day at Oaklawn on Saturday with the late pick four concluding with a grade two Rebel Stakes, a big Kentucky Derby prep. It's a grade two. And it's an all-stakes pick four. Three of them are graded. So, Jim, let's jump in with the first leg. It's the Carousel, race eight. And this also starts a pick five that finishes with a maiden race in the 12th. In the Carousel, it's Phillies and Mayors four and up at six furlongs. You've got two strong favorites in here in Mucho Macho Girl and Zeitlos. I tend to lean toward Zeitlos um, with a big win on uh, February 3rd. That was uh, a day when... Uh, they ran another derby prep, and it was muddy, and it seemed to be a really strong rail bias. And Zeitlos didn't ride the rail to to get her win, so I think uh, that uh, even offers more validation to her performance. But all that being said, I'm going to try to beat her and Mucho Macho Girl, who has won two in a row, and I'm going to try to do it with Let's Be Clear. She's been on my horses-to-watch list, so I bet her on that February 3rd card, and she got a wide trip that day, and that is not where you wanted to be. So uh, this is like the fourth start since moving to the Contreras barn. And I uh, think this horse can run better than she ran last time. It still may not be good enough, but at the price, which is 8-1 to on the morning line, I'm going to try, uh, let's be clear, and just box her in exactas with the two favorites and use all three of them in the pick four. How about you in the carousel? I understand your uh, affinity for let's be clear, and I know you like Contreras. Um I just don't think the speed figures match up with the top two in here. And I was, I, I can't separate Zeitlis and Mucho Macho Girl. Zeitlis, I agree that she was uh, coming from off, off the pace that day, which is very impressive on that sloppy track. But I don't know how much the slop moved her up. Uh, she, her last race at Churchill was really good. She had an 88 buyer and she won a, an allowance race. Uh, and they're taking their first step into. Uh, a, a stakes race here, and uh, and she's certainly ready for it. Uh, got a good foundation, three wins and nine races with four seconds. So, but Mucho Macho Girl, the last two races at Fairgrounds uh, were extremely impressive at six and five and a half, and uh, she won by seven and two and three quarters with back to back eighty six buyers. So Dallas Stewart has her in great form. She's only got four lifetime starts, so she's got a way to move up. So I'm going to use both of them. Um, and I think you get – I do believe you get to the first leg of the pick four with those two. Uh, I respect Contreras. I just don't think, let's be clear, is quite in the class of these other two. Let us go to race nine. It is the grade three honeybee for three-year-old Phillies. So this is a Kentucky Oaks prep, mile and a 16th. Obviously, at Oakland, everything's on the main track. And – uh, got Band of Gold that won it almost 25 to 1 last time. It's going to be one of the favorites in here. West Omaha from the Cox Barn probably will go a little lower. Um, is it a two horse race? Is there more? Who do you like? I do like another one here. I, you've got to use those two to get through the leg. Um, Band of Gold, I can't believe that a, that a Kenny McPeak uh, three year old filly on her third lifetime start goes off at 24 to 1 anywhere. I don't care about the uh, untappable at fairgrounds obviously was a bad effort for her, but she didn't have a chance. She got bumped really rough trip and uh, a $50 horse for King McPeak with a three-year-old filly is a gift. So you're not going to get anywhere close to that. She's two to one morning line, but um, she's got, she's got a good shot in here. West Omaha is going to be the favorite. I think off the silver bullet day at fairgrounds last time out, she won by five. Uh, don't think that was a very tough race. However, there's only six fillies in it. 
and uh, she beat Perfect Shot and Sistine Chapel. I don't know how good they are, but she won awfully easy. And if she moves up to an 84, she's going to be tough to handle. I'm also going to use uh, Gnome Beach in here for Steve Asmussen. Ran in the same race that Band of Gold came out of. Uh, got out kicked for second. Uh, got some positional speed. And if she can beat Honor Cat to the front here, she may she may go to the lead over, let's say, Allie's Beach, who's got some cheap speed. But um, Gnome Beach... May improve, and Asmussen has a habit of getting his three-year-old fillies better uh, the second and third time out. This is this horse has actually had four starts, uh, uh, three starts as a uh, as a two-year-old last year, so four starts as a two-year-old, and has only one in 24. So uh, second start as a three-year-old, good chance to improve. May make up that three lengths so band goes. So I'm going to use all three of them in here. Uh, I can't get past that. The rest of them don't seem, I mean, Allie's Beach ran in the Alcibiades and spin away last year, so they thought a lot of her as a two-year-old if she broke her maiden, but she uh, been off since October. I think she's going to need one. So, Band of Gold, West Omaha is going to be the favorite, but I'm known Beach for maybe a price in here. I ended up going with Band of Gold. I uh, like the improvement last time. Um, had to come out wide against that uh, rail bias and really pulled away on the gallop out very impressively. So, um, I hope it's not one of those deals of uh, missing the wedding and uh, showing up for the funeral after uh, missing her at 25 to 1. But I will take her on top over West Omaha, who's very consistent, just not wild about the fact that the buyers aren't improving in through four starts. So she's been consistent. Maybe that's just good enough. Uh, I'm going to use Allie's Beach or Alice Beach on my ticket uh, just the, on the fact that she did run decently in two grade ones. And as you said, obviously they had – a high opinion of her ability. And I'm going to throw one more in there for a big price, and it is Lemon Muffin, 30-1 to 1 for Wayne Lucas. And the coach has brought in a few long shots over the years. And the thing I like about this horse is that she's got good speed and that uh, showed when she added blinkers. So she ran a much improved race, ran second. Buyer figure matched the previous start. It's not uh, anything that blows you away, but they're solid. And she's worked well, and uh, Lucas adding blinkers sometimes is a nice uh, angle. So in a race where I don't really have a strong opinion, I'm going to throw that one in to try to catch a price because I think this is going to be a fairly chalky uh, pick four. Uh, so for me, I'm going to take a shot with Band of Gold, uh, but uh, hoping Lemon Muffin could get home. The grade three Razorback is race 10. Four-year-olds it up in a mile and a 16th. I did not have a strong opinion on this group. I ended up going to Octane, the five. Got some sharp connections that are shipping this horse over from Florida. He's improved since moving into this barn, and a horse has speed but doesn't need the lead, and it looks like there's maybe a decent amount of speed in here. Uh, Magic Tap I'm liking a little bit. They put this horse in a grade one off a first-level allowance win in the Pennsylvania Derby, and now came back off a layoff, ran uh, impressively. I think it was a 93 buyer. Makes the second start off that layoff for Asmussen, who's been hot lately. Uh, Good news, Ain't Life Grand. Eight wins from 14 starts, and one of those wins was at Oaklawn. Uh, Promise Keeper had a 95 buyer last out for Diodoro. And then I'm going to use Notary. One by five last time. I think this is a step up, but two starts back. Was only beaten a length by Money Supply, who who came back to win very impressively last weekend. So I'm going to use five in here with Octane on top. How about you and the Razorback? 
I think you will never see a more balanced race when if you are a believer in buyer figures. I looked at this race the first time through, and I thought, okay, this horse could run a mid ninety. This horse could run a mid ninety. Every Add single one. Same of thing them for me. Run. Every single one of them can run a mid ninety. Some of them have had ninety nines, one hundred ones, and they're all proven horses. I mean, for six hundred thousand dollar Grade Three race, they they ought to be proven horses. I really couldn't separate them. I'm gonna I'm gonna take all of the big four. Uh, just tell you right up front because I again it's gonna be chalky and the others. I think I think you got a chance to get a big price here. I, I think you make a case for Promise Keeper at twelve to one. I think you can make a case for OP Firecracker for Bob Medina coming off a, a just just barely missed at Oakland last time out and shortening up to mile sixteenth. Speed bias was actually my top pick at six to one. I thought the Fayette last year. Uh, at a mile and eighth was extremely impressive. We only lost by a neck to O'Connor. He's come back and won a couple. Uh, lost to Magic Tap last time out after setting the pace. I don't think that's where he really wants to be. He wants to be just off of it. So, uh, speed bias for Moquette, who's got a big shot, sees the night. I can go right on down through the ones that you mentioned. Ain't Life Grand, Magic Tap, Octane. I just think this is the wide open one, and this is the one that you get a price. And I, it would not shock me for any of the horses to win here. So, I'm going to go all. And let us finish up with the grade two Rebel Stakes to culminate the late pick four. It's three-year-olds on the road to the Derby. Mile at a 16th. Timberlake's the big favorite in here. What do you think about him? And to the other extreme, I like Timberlake a lot. Um, I thought Breeders' Cup Juvenile, um, don't know. I mean, he. I don't know if he bounced off that race at Aqueduct and Champagne. Uh, you know, Brad shipped him uh, after, uh, after wanting to run him, I think, it, in the um, – uh, Breeders Security at Keeneland. He split up his his crew and he shipped this one to New York. And I thought that was the the worst of his two. And and he ran lights out up there. And he went off as one of the favorites in Breeders Cup Juvenile. And he ran okay. He just didn't he just didn't seem to like that track out there at Santa Anita. Uh, back here on the East Coast, I think he's uh, or at least in the mid mid uh, of the country, uh, he's more likely to recover that form he had last year. And I just think that. Uh, Unlike the last race where everybody's capable of running mid-90s, this is the only one who's run 90s. And nobody else has, has come close. Just Steele is my second choice in here. Um, and the horse looked, looked like to me it set up well for him in the southwest, and he just faded down the stretch. I don't know if Buddy Track had something to do with it, but he's capable on his best day. Uh, but he's competed with some really good horses, and he hasn't gotten close to them. So I'm thinking Timberlake is, is another level above him. If I had a cold exacto to play, I would play Timberlake over Just Steele with that 7-11 numbers. Uh, I didn't see anybody else in here that I thought could threaten those two. So I'm going to stick with Timberlake as a single and a backup ticket. I might use Just, just Steele as just trying to get a price. One thing you could say about uh, in, in – support of just Steele, he uh, was uh, wide on that uh, day where you needed to be inside and uh, mm-hmm. made yeah. a what looked like a winning move before mystic uh, dan blew him away but i'm like you I, I i'm on timberlake as a single for all the reasons that you mentioned uh, i think you could also look at the, the workout pattern which is really strong for this horse so i don't think they beat him i'm gonna try to beat just Steele for second with a couple of prices if i play the race uh, outside of the pick four and just play the individual race. And there are two horses that uh, I like a little bit. Dimatic for Asmussen. I think the last race is better than it looked because he had to leave the rail bias to get 
out to wake it to make his winning move and then ran very erratically and i think uh this is a lightly raced horse that may have a lot of upside I really uh, like the way he finished off that last race and then uh common defense for mcpeak he raced in a spot last time where he had to take a lot of mud and i thought that uh, he was a, a horse that had a was merited a look in that uh, race last time and now comes back in here at 30 to one. And, you know, after Timberlake and just Steele, they are all about the same. And this horse I think could improve, uh, gets a nice uh, draw post three. So I'm going to use those two under Timberlake for exact as in the race, but going to single Timberlake. So let's get to the pick four. I'm going to start with, uh, the three horses I mentioned, three, seven and eight in the carousel. Then one, two, six, seven in the honeybee. Uh, Razorback, I'm going five deep, four, five, eight, ten, eleven, and single Timberlake. Just a, a thirty dollar ticket for me, keeping this one on the light side because I think the the payoff probably is going to be light. But hopefully, I can catch a price or maybe two in there somewhere and make it uh, pay decently. How about you? Yeah, I might. Um... I mentioned you. I meant to mention Carbone as a as a possibility in that eleventh race. The Rebel. Uh, that horse ran really well first two times out when he got on the lead. He didn't get the lead. He was trying to get the lead in that muddy track in Southwest, but he's got a couple of eighty five, eighty six buyers, so he might be somebody to look at underneath as well at fifteen to one. Uh, my ticket is seven eight with two four six with all, which is thirteen horses if they all go uh, with seven. So that's a thirty nine dollar ticket. So I'm doing the same thing as you are. Try and get a price in the wide open um, uh, Razorback and thinking the others are going to be fairly chalky. Best of luck if you're playing the card at Oakland or somewhere else. Make sure you've got funds in that Keeneland Select account. There are two pick fours uh, late in the card at Oakland, the one we talked about, and then there's one that starts with the Honeybee that includes the maiden race in the 12th, and then the uh, Carousel also starts a pick five to that maiden race in the 12th. So got some Fun wagering possibilities on Saturday if you get knocked out in the carousel. <coughs> if you get knocked out in the carousel in the, the pick four tickets that we gave, well, you could just start again in the honeybee. Best of luck uh, this weekend, wherever you're playing, and we'll be back next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.